G'day everyone, welcome to another episode of Chewing the Bat, where we delve into numerous sporting topics around Australia and also across the globe. In this episode, we're going to be giving you highlights of the week. Weeks. Weeks. We've missed a couple, again. My name's Jack, and I'm gladly joined on this lovely Thursday evening, the first night of the pink ball in Adelaide. That's poetic. Thank you. I'm joined by Gus. Gus Bus, how you going? Good, Jack. How are you? Good, mate. How are you feeling? You had your booster? Pretty bounced out by it. <laughs> Honestly. Must be nice though having the booster. You I feel got... super secure. So I was thinking about it because the you've got to get it five months after the second, right? Yeah, that's it. They, it was six originally. They've lowered it down. So you must have got on the train very early on the Pfizer. The July. Pfizer train. Ooh. Second dose early July. First shipment. Perhaps. <laughs> Fresh off the boat. Maybe the second. Um, and we actually today had a uh, debut on the St. Lucia Lynx golf course from our very own producer... Producer Frey, how'd you go? Great, you can call me Tiger from now on. <laughs> I already gave that name. Without the scandal. A couple of good shots. He had a he had a birdie putt, I think, coming into the sixth hole. Mm. Also, or you can call me it. Bryson <laughs> DeChambeau. Missed it. But I think, what, did you bogey the hole or par it? Par it. Oh, controversial. No, I bogeyed it. I got, <laughs> I got three, bo- two bogeys and tens. For the rest of the game. Anyway, it was a lovely afternoon on the. What sl- was the par? Probably three. Three. Four. Four. Just out of curiosity. Yeah. So lovely afternoon of golf. Sounds gorgeous. You'll have to join next time. No, not for me. <laughs> I'm retired. <laughs> Just golf, yes. Actually, foot golf would be good. There's one at um, on the way to Redcliffe along Sandgate Road. Foot golf. Can't remember what the golf course is called. It's like after 4 p.m. So you just only can have a luxurious afternoon. I, because KDV also put in a foot golf in, mm. I think, in and around their par three golf course. What do they, do they just make the hole bigger? I don't know how that works when it's already a golf course. Because that's a big obstacle. You can't just put a, like, a meter hole in. No. Without ruining the green, so. right? Although, I probably would have pied that today then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Must be. That's pretty close. Good for you. Got within a meter. Birdie, Chicken eagle. Leaks. A birdie, a big bird. Like I heard someone. Could, I was playing golf with Tim the other day, and he calls an eagle a big bird. I think I was talking. I, I can't remember if I was talking to Tim at Belimba or Rilo, but someone was trying to tell me what an eagle was as opposed to a birdie. Yeah. And they had it in reverse. <laughs> and they were adamant that they were correct. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> How long did the argument go for? I didn't argue it. I just accepted it. I'm not a. <laughs> don't know enough about golf. <laughs> they were that. Force, forceful on their argument. I seem confident. You you doubted yourself in a way. Yeah, I appreciate someone's confidence. I think eventually someone set them straight. Well, they got it wrong. Mm. Anyway, um, we've missed a bit. We've missed um, between podcasts. We've had a new COVID variant. <laughs> we've true. Yeah. We've, nah, surely. Else? I think so. Ouch. Um, we've missed a few big sporting events, which we'll run through. Um, before we do delve into some sport, we need to thank our podcast sponsor, Cal Organic Beef. They are. Do you reckon you could recite it? Do you know it? I know it. Cal Organic Beef. They are 100% certified organic beef and pork, straight from their local farm to you. <laughs> and your door. 
close. Very close. And they feed all their animals grass. I actually don't know. Grass if, part of it. I actually don't know if Jason knows that he's still sponsoring our podcast. That's pretty official. <laughs> that's, that's super official. <laughs> the official, unofficial sponsor. Incognito. Um, uh, before we get into some big highlights, do you guys remember... I, we talked about it yesterday. Do you guys remember the sport of the week? I believe I may have brought this into fruition. It's called Hornison. Swedish golf. Do you remember it? I, I vaguely remember us talking about it, Big yeah. Big long stick with the disc. Thing. Yeah, and I gave a very lackluster kind of description <laughs> of what it's like. It's like a fishing rod with like, Fishing and golf combined mm. with a big old... And you whip it. Whip it, and there's people in the field which try and block the, the puck that you got to try to get distance on. Anyway... It's a very strange game. So, when I found the sport, it was very hard to find good content online. Yeah. There was this Red Bull slow-mo thing, which was like... It was nice, but it didn't really... Didn't get a picture yeah, of it. it didn't get a picture of the sport. I've been watching a YouTube channel, right? A golfing YouTube channel called Random Golf Club. Sounds fun. And the guy that does Contact it... Contact us if you want to collab. <laughs> the guy that does it runs a another YouTube uh, uh, channel called Scratch, which they do a series called Adventures in Golf. And they finish season six in Sweden playing Hornison. And it's a very elaborate description. Yeah. They talk about the Hornison community in Sweden. Is it big? It's huge. TSC? Sorry, it's not Sweden. It's Switzerland. I That's all right. Wrong. I always mix yeah. them up. <laughs> I'm sure everyone does. They're close enough, aren't they? <laughs> close <laughs> enough, I would say. Um, so anyway, if, you, some, if you're interested in the sport of Hornison or want to know more about it, go check it out. What's the page again? The, the, For those the, of us with bad I, memories. I think the YouTube channel is called Scratch, but the, um, the, the series is called Adventures in Golf. We'll post it up. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it up. Um, Tight. I'd, fair to say we got on that one first. Yeah, definitely. They probably <laughs> listen, if I had to guess. Maybe. Eric, if you listen. Again, if you want to collab. If you want to collab. That'd be nice. Um, anyway, I thought that was pretty cool. That is cool. They went the big lift for us. Yeah. Got the job done. Beautiful scenery. It did look pretty cool. I watched a few clips you sent. Did you? Not the whole video? I think I watched the... Oh, I think I watched pretty much the whole... No, just on Instagram. Interesting. I don't know if that was... That didn't contain the whole video. Right. Anyway. Well, Switzerland is Alpine, right? Many mountains. Yeah, they're amongst the Alps. Because yeah. that's why they speak French and German. Jeez, must be nice. Swiss French, Swiss German. Mm. Is that Swiss why, Swiss. Is that why Fedzi... Everyone, everyone harps on about how Fedzi speaks heaps of languages, which mm. he does and it's pretty impressive. But he grew up in a region where that's common, right? Yeah, He's Europe, got Swiss, so. Swiss German, Swiss French. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I think so. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. Um, I think, I think know, Switzerland you, you is especially. I mean? Yeah. Like, it, those that live over there in Sweden, anywhere in Europe, may not think that that's impressive as we do. I think some of them speak Italian in Switzerland too. I'm sure he would. You reckon? Do you reckon Fedzi would speak Italian? I'm sure he's played in Italy and gave the speech in Italian before. I believe it. Gee, what a man. Runs for Spudge. What a guy. Um, German, French, Italian, and Romance. I'm guessing that's Romanian. No, Romance is like they speak it in the cantons in Switzerland. There you go. What do you guys think is the most, being an um, English-speaking country, if we were to learn another language, mm. what do you reckon is the most valuable language to learn? 
for Australia or for the future? (laughs) (laughs) Take it wherever you want to go with it. You personally. Or, you know what, in general. In general, Chinese. Me personally, German. Oh, interesting. That's because he's dating a German girl. Gordon Targen, is that right? (laughs) She ain't from Germany. (laughs) Dusseldorf, is that right? No. You know what? A German though? would know that that's not how you say at, it. At the Birrell's household, you go to their like loo down the bottom, right? And the first thing you see is like a picture of this like knitted picture of Germany. I don't know what it is, and it just says Dusseldorf at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's something a German would have. Yeah. So anyway, when um, I was in school, the French teacher would always claim that French is the big, uh, second biggest language in the world. I don't know if that holds up, but they would always claim it. I think I would learn French for. I'd, I'd like to learn Probably French is. for like browning points, browning points, just like sounding smooth. Sounds smooth. Gee yeah. whiz. Anyway, and French is the fifth most popular language in the world. Right. That's up there. English, <laughs> Mandarin, Hindi, Spanish, then French. Depends if you're if you're a businessman, you would do. Mandarin, right? Yeah. I think so. I think there's like quite a big market. Isn't there? A, there's a big corporate market in China to learn English. Right. Um, I think I think you can get a gig teaching English pretty easily. Could be a fun trip. Yep. Put it in. Would that be a tax, tax deduction? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's get into some highlights. We missed a. We didn't miss. We did see it. We're going to give you some feedback, thoughts, concerns, queries um, on the Formula One, the end of the Formula One season. And and Max Verstappen taking out the world title. (sighs) Producer Ray, are you a Max Verstappen fan? Not really, but I'm a big not Lewis Hamilton fan. Fair enough. So on the day, on the night, or the morning rather. I was wearing red for Red Bull. Right, and orange for Max. Where's he from? He's Dutch, right? He's Dutch, yeah. Is the Dutch flag orange? No, but they do. They are associated with orange. They right. like their national teams wear orange. Yeah, you have that right. I think that's. I don't know why that is. Why, I'd love to know why orange. Looking at hot hands. What is, what fray. flowers do they have in? What do they have? Tulips, but they're red. Tulip. Well, tulips can be orange. Surely. Anyway, we'll we'll get back to that. But um, so someone explain it to me. <laughs> Please, please. If you're listening, the color orange is just a symbol of the Dutch royal family there. Hmm. So they the just orange color it. comes from what they call King's Day, which is a national holiday in the Netherlands. There you go. I would have thought orange was a newer color, but there you go. I don't know why I would no, think that. No, I think that. the colors existed as long as the rest of them. <laughs> I think it's a recent invention. Orange is it's That's quite, my a, impression. It's quite a flamboyant color, isn't it? Yeah, I'm. I'm not the biggest fan. Like you wouldn't buy an orange shirt, or I would you? Own a couple of them. Oh, <laughs> probably, probably closer to salmon, right? That too. Okay, all right. I like salmon, and salmon. Um, Verstappen. Um, so pretty un- unreal circumstances coming into the last after nineteen races, I believe, in the Formula One season, they were equal points. I think with Verstappen at one being ahead previously. I'm yes. not sure how it works, but. If that last race didn't happen or there was a crash and the race was cancelled or whatever the situation, Max would have been the um, Max would have been the crown champion just leading up to the to the final I race. I heard a rumour that he could just crash into Lewis and 
call it a day. And win. Yeah, he would have probably been deducted a fair few points for pulling a manoeuvre like uh, that. Okay. Well, having said that, they may have been a bit of money passed through the hands of Red Bull to the Williams team. <laughs> <laughs> That's slanderous. <laughs> no, of course I'm joking, but um, it did help a lot. Latifi... Unfor- Mate, that's sorry. We're just looking I'm distracted. It's it is the first night of the pink ball. Minus on ninety five. For those who are not huge cricket supporters, the pink ball is day night test. We're in the night time. <laughs> <laughs> they use the of pink the ball. ashes series. We'll come back to it because Manus just got dropped. There was a regulation pouching as a keeper. That's so catchable. Anyway, um, he got dropped on twenty one too. Gosh. Gosh, going back to the Formula One. He did um, such a good catch to get Marcus Harris out. Sorry, go ahead. We'll, we'll, come, back. we'll come back to it. We've got a good Marnus chat coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. Um, Verstappen, six laps to go, I believe. Latifi crashed out. Is that right? So, somewhere around there. Um, of which Hamilton was leading by over 10 seconds. Comfortably. Comfortably leading. No chance. Have faster laps, faster splits. So much so that I heard producer Frey done the old shut eye. Tanks. Shut, shut the gates. Had had one eye closed, one eye just watching and waiting. Having said that, that would probably Praying. be the most exciting safety car in Formula 1 history. <laughs> it's a boring thing. I know it's like a big crash has happened potentially and it's like not a great thing, but... A safety car is usually pretty boring. This safety car, however, made oh. the last lap. This is a question ridiculous. I actually have for you guys. You know, when you're watching I a like movie questions. or you're watching like something and something amazing happens, and then you like rip your shirt off out of excitement. You just like, <laughs> it just gives, the lid comes <laughs> off. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been. I think maybe. Huh? I, did it, maybe. I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah. Last weekend. Well, that was me at one a.m. <laughs> Watching, watching the final race, lap six. Oh, lit off. I, myself, Tommy the man Hamilton. Yeah. And um, Cade the squirrel Beryl. <laughs> Since when? <laughs> I like we're it. We're sitting around watching shut eye, one eye closed, oh. lounging. Pretty upset because we had all invested time and... And, and uh, funds um, into... Non-disclosed um, currency into the Red Bull. You were punching. Champion. <laughs> so to see, yeah, 12, 13, 14, 16 seconds difference on the clock, uh, we weren't too happy, but it's not often you hear a crash and you get excited. So we made the most of it. Yeah. Hit the ceiling, hit the floor, lids off. So squealing. <laughs> lids off is a great... 1 a.m. <laughs> I love that. That's so much passion. <laughs> yeah. That's unreal. <laughs> you know you're excited when the lid comes off. Lid's off with the boys. <laughs> Got to cool down. Um, so, yeah, huge news. First uh, world title for Verstappen. Um, Stopped the Lewis Hamilton train. And He pr- just became Sir Lewis yesterday. The day before. Yes, he did. <laughs> Don't be rattled. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Whether what? You, whether you yeah what well you what say? actually happened we never got to we got a bit distracted by the cricket with the Hamilton debacle mm. oh well so Leafy, uh, Latifi uh, Hamilton was leading by ten over plus ten plus seconds convincing um, on the six laps to go was that right 
Latifi, yes, Latifi crashed out with no one around him, taking a regulation, taking a regulation corner, and um, spun the back tires out and slammed into the wall. Really? And it wasn't a huge crash. Maybe shook him a little bit, but it had enough debris, debris on the on the. On well, the that's so fragile, right? Yeah. Obviously, the safety, built to safety car comes out, and of which the gap between Hamilton and Verstappen. Well, they bun- that makes sense that you bunch dwindled. up behind the safety yeah, car. Yeah, so. They had some controversy around that as well, which I don't quite understand. It's quite technical. It's um, very technical. <laughs> but anyway. Um, I was hoping you'd explain it to me. It's, <laughs> you're not getting it out of me, mate. Um, but anyway, unlucky for Lewis. I think Mercedes put in a complaint um, yeah, to the stewards. Appealed. To the formal FIA. appeal of which denied. Thumb down. Thumb down. Denied, reinvestigated and denied again. Yep. So. Jeez. But reviewed by who? The F one? Who made the, the call FIA, in the first place? Yes. Yeah. Obviously they're not gonna they're gonna They're not gonna change <laughs> their decision. <laughs> I, I read that um they crowned Verstappen like on the podium, but that is like sort of uncommon. But like by crowning him it sort of locks it in. Like if they present him with the trophy, they're not yeah. gonna re- they're not gonna Well once they crown him that. even if they think they were a little bit wrong, they would find any possible means of Locking you know, it in. Locking it in within the rules. Because it's happened. Yeah. Yeah. I There's think no so. way they're falling back on that. No. Like um, stripping. Yeah, anyway, just happened. Good on him. Congratulations. He's still and pretty young. I think he's like what, twenty two or something? Yeah, he's he's a young and and now has um there's a rumor that he's changing numbers. He to did number one. It's not a rumor. He's done it, I think. What was his number before? Not it wasn't a great number. He he was thirty three. <laughs> yeah, see, not a great number. <laughs> <laughs> and, and of course we need What's to say a little goodbye to Kimi Raikkonen like if you had to put together your top goodbye. 10 best numbers 33 would not be in that would it be? gosh yeah all the 11 two, integers probably 2 24 is common I feel for like some 20, reason 22 7. 33 47. What's LeBron? 23 LeBron is 23 or 6 he's 6 at the moment MJ 23 yep. Kobe 24 just going basketball plays. <laughs> Steph, 30. Anyway, you get my point. I don't think he had a very good number I don't number think 33 beforehand. would be. No. Um, so, enough. number one for Verstappen in Formula One. I like four, actually. Four's sound. I used to... That was my number I'd play soccer in. Did you have success under the four? I did, yeah. Well, there you go. Skipped the team a few times. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was... Um, they didn't really, like, they just had a kit bag of shirts and there was, like, a certain amount in small, medium, and large. And I think it started <laughs> with the lower numbers. So, I was like... <laughs> so, it wasn't even a choice. No, it was pretty tight. It was right. pretty small, small, but I just wanted the four regardless. Oh, so you disregarded the sizing element to the shirts and, wanted chose, the, and chose the number. Yeah, yeah. But I think it was actually, it was pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> it was short. Oh, jeez. Oh, well, if you had success, stick with it. Where to now? <laughs> do you Sam. still have the jersey? No. I do have a jersey from our Rec League Caloundra Basketball Championship, Phil Oz United. Oh, what a time. So you, have I ever told you about that, Producer Frey? No. One I'm time... All years. Basketball champion. One time, Boof and I the were... world. We used to go play, get games of pick-up at Cotton Tree. You and Boof. Me and Boof. At Cotton Tree, because you could get like pretty decent games there and one day we got recruited by this 
Filipino man. And he was like, do you want to join our team? We could really use your height. Was he... <laughs> My next question was, was he a tall Filipino man? But no. It's like maybe... He was he probably like your height. Like he wasn't short. Okay. But he wasn't like... He liked Booth's height, I think. Right. As you would. Anyway, their name was Phil Oz United, as in Filipino Australia United. And we went to the championship. Did they have any Oz boys in there before you arrived? No. <laughs> so they, were, they needed some. <laughs> maybe that's why. Oh, maybe we need to find some tall Australian boys. We might have just been a quota. How does that make you feel now? Bad. <laughs> yeah. I got buckets in the final. I think yeah, I got 10 did. points. Did Boof? No. That's unlucky. Boof got relegated to a very much just a rebounding role. <laughs> I don't think they appreciated his scoring that much. That sucks. Anyway, I, I have the full uh, jersey and shorts. Might wear it tomorrow. What's on tomorrow? Chrissy Pud. <laughs> True. <laughs> what a treat that would be. Um, all right, let's move on. Moving on from Form- Formula One, a couple uh, small things which have happened in the sporting arena, but quite remarkable, really. Um, Sam Kerr. Is in the headlines. Was in the headlines. Probably still is because she's always in the headlines. Came third in the Ballon d'Or. Yep, which is pretty... a few months. It's up there. I think that's the first time... An, is it the first time an Aussie football player... I think so. ...has been that highly I think ranked so, in, the, yeah. um, in the list? I think so. Especially on the women's side, anyway. She scored two goals in the FA Cup final that Chelsea beat Arsenal in. She's a freak. And she had like five minutes of highlights. She could have had four or five goals. She's... But... Most importantly, very much so. <laughs> she knocked over a pitch and invader, hip and shouldered a pitch invader. Was he nude? No, street, no, dressed, fully dressed, but just getting amongst it, just being a pest. Was, the security was so slow to him. He was like lurking around. He was trying to get photos and stuff. The security did nothing. It was really poor. I think that's probably why she got frustrated because it's like, where is the security? It's like Java all over again. They didn't seem to. Yeah, it's like taking a while to tidy this up. Um, anyway, she dropped her shoulder. Yeah, clean. Knocked him over. Knocked him over. <laughs> and then got a yellow card sternum. for her trouble. She got a yellow card? Yeah. <laughs> Too rough. She just saved the job for the security guard. I know. I don't know. I think it was something to do with unsportsmanlike behavior, but I'm not sure. I guess it's like maybe there's a rule that it's like the same as doing it to someone that's sitting down in the stand or something. It's like a paid cust- paying customer. I guess so. Have you seen, um, it was in the 90s, I think, Eric Cantona. Mm. He used to, he was a player for Man United. And I think he was walking off after a sub or after a game, I'm not sure. And he got a little bit of abuse from the stands and he did a flying karate kick with his <laughs> boots on. You're kidding. Legit. <laughs> Into the stands. Oh my God. And just like, Stiff-legged them. It reminds me of Thon Maker's I'll one in the Australian versus Philippines brawl. Yeah, it was like that. <laughs> oh, Shout out to Thon. Where, yeah. where, is, where is Thon? Where's Thon playing? Can we Google that? Question. Thon Maker, please, producer Frey. Where is Thon Maker playing? He's not in the NBA. I no. don't believe. Well, is he was, in D-League? I don't think. I don't know. There was the whole conjecture about him being like a bunch of years older than he was. You're in a bit of a was. sporting rabbit hole right now, but we need to find out. Do you remember that? There was like this whole thing. It was like, I went to... Someone posted pictures online. They were like, I went to school in Australia with Thon Maker four years before he graduated again in America. Oh, the age debacle. And they claimed they had photos of like a yearbook. It's like Rashid Khan. Yeah. Apparently he's 24. 
<laughs> yeah. Sorry, continue. <laughs> he told, no, that's the story. <laughs> that's my story. Um, Here you go. Anyway, uh, check that out. That's a flying kick to someone in the crowd. Bang. That That's not allowed. That's <laughs> not allowed. <laughs> no, it's not allowed. No, that's, yeah, that's borderline malice in the palace. Um, so, yeah, Sam Kerr. Wonderful shoulder charged. Um, Very cool. Roy-esque. Roy um, was on the Big Bash the next night. He was, was he talking actually, about it. Did he, like, did he like it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> he was like, that's we'll, funny. we'll she get got, a beer and talk about it's it. It's funny. She got yellow carded by the officials, but gains immediate respect from her fellow sporting peers in Australia. <laughs> yeah, so much traction. Um, Sam Kerr, unbelievable form on off the boot and also with the shoulder. Yeah. I'd uh, recommend everyone watch the highlights from the FA Cup final because she literally could have had four or five goals. Because she missed a few, right? Yeah, but she was just every, like she was just amongst she was that amongst it. Right. Like right. she still scored two. Unbelievable. Um, um, before we move into some cricketing update, Steph uh, Curry. Oh, of course. So last night, the night of two, yeah, yeah, it was nearly two days our, ago. Our yes, Wednesday our time. So Tuesday night in America. Yes. Surpassed Ray Allen as the all-time leading three-point scorer. Exactly. That's that, a big deal. That MSG. With Ray there. Ray there. And Reggie there. Reggie commentating. Oh, wow. I saw... Did you see the photo of the group hug at the end? Yeah, it was epic. You know what's really good, is which, which I get around, is how excited Ray and Reggie are for him. Yeah. Even though they're, he's surpassing their records. I know. They handle it. They're the hype so is just gracious about it. Oh, they're very like it's. They seem very emotional about it. It's very like we partially built this mountain, and now you're like climbing a little bit further up it, type thing. And maybe a lot further. And but that, but that's a cool thing, and yeah. they're happy with it. Yeah. They're like we put in, push the game forward. And yeah, and it was, it was, it was, it was a pretty Curry. cool moment though. Mum and dad were there. Got some hugs. Got the game ball. <laughs> All good. Andrew Wiggins good did the assist. Probably a rare rare assist for week three two. It was tough. tough. He got it off so quick. Yeah. Like out and elevated action type thing. Timeout and celebrations galore. Celebrations.com. Which okay. was cool. It's cool that they did that because it's like... Well, you can't, you can't just surpass a record like that and just continue play. He right? looks like he was sort of ready to. Like he got back down the floor on defense. And like celebrating. Just yelling, yeah. yeah. Yelling. And then coach maybe obviously called time. Clutch from Steve. You, I was like, you would just cop a timeout. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. First quarter, just yep. burn one. Burn one and celebrations, like you said, celebrations.com. Um, it's unreal. And he gave Rolexes to I saw that. his top two assisters on threes. Draymond and Iggy. Yeah. And KD tweeted, send the rolly. <laughs> Apparently KD is his third highest assister on three-pointers. They serious? played together for like three years. Well, now it's the KD and Paddy Mills combo. Paddy had 30 the other night. Same night. Do you reckon that's why he's playing so well? Is he getting really good looks from KD? I guess maybe. You see that clip of them playing uh, one-twos like four times? No. KD was like high post. Paddy was sort of on the wing outside the three. And he... Entry pass. KD just kicked it straight out. Entry. Back out. Entry. It was like semi-pro. It was like nine or seven, nine, like nine passes before yeah, Paddy just, Mills drained a three. But he, Paddy was just slowly inching like round because the Detroit was trying to double KD and then eventually they just couldn't get to him in time and he just drained it. Unbelievable. 
Paddy Mills thrills. He's ha- it's, it's cool. He's having like, I don't know if it's he didn't cool. get that It's also cool to see um, it progress from his success at the Olympics. Yeah. He played really well, obviously, for Australia. Did his thing for Australia. But then also to bring it to, to the NBA in Brooklyn and play unbelievably. Sure, almost almost in career best form. In career so. best form. In terms I, of scoring, anyway. Yeah, I don't know if it was just like the opportunity is a bit more than it was in San Antonio or like the fit, like like you said, with KD in that. I don't know, but I think he is on a career And the high. vibe. Just the vibe fits him a bit more, I think. His upbeat personality and being in Brooklyn and having those type of people. Like it's a fit. Yeah, it's a great fit and I hope it keeps going. Um, Producer Frey, moving on from Steph Curry. You have, a, you have a Christmas question yeah, for Gus. I'm hoping I can also get involved in this. I think you've already been involved. It's kind of Christmassy. It's more of an ethical question, so Oof. I hope you've washed your hands. Oof. But don't worry, it's not too dicey. Okay. So, Gussie, my question to you is, is it okay to buy somebody a Christmas gift using a gift card you've been given as a gift? That's not a gift, circuit. 100%. <laughs> That's fine. There's a time frame on it, I think, though. That's just that's just eyes up footy. That's good. Okay, let's. I'll put you in a situation that's, then. That's re-gifting. Let's say... Sort I, of, that's just like getting given cash. Let's, let's... Okay, right. Let's say I give you for Christmas or maybe even for your birthday in April, right? <laughs> You're flexing me. <laughs> <laughs> my birthday is. I give you a $100 voucher to BCF, yeah. right? Because uh, we, we like camping, we like doing adventure things. And a month later, I ask you, oh, Gus, what did you end up getting with the with the BCF voucher? Do you lie and say, oh, I got a new fishing rod and, um, <laughs> I don't know, a swag that was on special? Or, you know what I mean? Or do you say, I used it to buy my, my or do you say, sister's yeah. boyfriend... A Christmas present. I think it depends where the gift card is for. I think Maya is in play. Is in play in Ooh, terms as of... In you can re-gift it. Right. Uh, anything Woolies <laughs> yeah. is in play. Uh, those FPOS ones that are like gift cards, what that's if, in play. Drum, what if it's Drum a specific golf? store that has been selected as a potential favourite of yours? Then I'm not sure. So if I went down to the English pub and got you... A, a gift card. Is that what I'm into? I don't know. <laughs> you well, know me so well. <laughs> so, it's okay for you? I think it depends on the gift card. If it's that specific, like if it was BCF like that or, so, or but something think, similar. Yeah. If I got you a golf gift card and then you bought, I don't know. Super um, Saiyan. A Super Saiyan, a golf glove and a cover. Cap. Yeah. That'd well, be kind of weird. Well, I don't think I'd care. But I think once a, I've given the money, I feel okay with it. There's also a time limit. I think anything goes after three months. Yeah. At any store, you can buy, you can do whatever you want with it. What you if you re-gift. give the gift card to someone else? That's still on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. A you re-gift. just scratch out the two blank. It's a good. It's a good dilemma. I don't hate a re-gift that bad. Mm. I right. re- I re-gifted a bottle of wine last week. Clutch. Hey, I bought that for you. <laughs> Just kidding. Was it? What was it? Why it didn't was, you want it? It was a 2015 Shiraz. Oh, I had to get. I didn't get a present for a certain someone, and had to sacrifice. So a certain someone. 
Tess and Dan. Tess's birthday. <laughs> if you're listening, you're welcome. And now she knows if she's listening that it was a re-gift. So I've cooked myself here. <laughs> don't worry, we'll cut it. I don't think she listens. No, Sometimes I'm telling you, she that's does. Just eyes up footy. That's just good stuff. Are we nearly two for two, two, two? Yes. Oh my gosh! Someone get a single. Oh, we missed. Surely they let that go. Just one more, anyway. Surely. Um, look, I think it's a great question. Um, but Gus has gone with. I'm okay with it's it. It's okay. I'm a bit on the fence by it, but um, yeah, depends on the situation. Great Chris- Christmas. Is it a Christmas question? Well, the the present was gonna be a Christmas present for somebody. Right. But it was using dirty money. Are you trying to settle an <laughs> argument? No, I'm just... I want to I wanna know where I should be sitting because I can't make that decision myself. So I, I'm, I'm Take, asking the peanut crew. Okay. <laughs> Lovely. Peanut gallery. Well, peanut gallery. Yeah, yeah. Peanut, the peanut, the peanut crew. crew. <laughs> I thought you just gave us a Is cool that our new name? Yeah. <laughs> the peanut crew. A fun new nickname. I thought you... Yeah, that's what I thought. Maybe. Anyway. Welcome to the peanut crew. Um. <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> no, no, no. That's off. Okay, we got other some pretty good achievements from a friend of the show. Start local, stay local, very, as Gus always says. Very local. One of our very as good mates say. and uh, someone that we've followed in the sports science field and the sporting field for a while is Ricky Dan. Oh, um, love him. <laughs> settle down, mate. Superhero. <laughs> um, so before... We'll get into what he's just achieved, but before this, he completed his first ever ultra. Unfortunately, the event that he was going to run in got canned, so he had to do the ultra himself, <laughs> which is tough times. Like, yeah, um, that I, would be hard. It looked like he had a lot of friends and family helping him get through it too, which was good. Recently, as recent as last week, Ricky Dan said, well, he set the assignment a while ago, but the assignment was to run a marathon every day for a week. That's so crazy. Of which he did. Don't people have to do like hectic recovery when they run a marathon? Yeah, well, apparently you can only... it. It's recommended that you run only maybe a few ultra marathons per year. Yeah, because even when people train for a marathon, they don't even run a marathon. No, you run maybe... Maybe one or two thirties. Oh, yeah, max. Max. Usually just like a 10. Yeah. Um, so, so to run... That's nuts. 42 Ks a day... For maths. seven days. Round off the week with 300 Ks or 290. That's some running. So, four, four. 294. He had, he had the help of a lot of friends coming and running with him or biking with him. Like and our very, Frey? Our very own producer, Frey, joined him for the Caloundra leg, I believe, the Sunny Coast leg of day the marathon. Six, day six, closing out 252 kilometers. How was the gusto levels? Uh, <laughs> first, so he finished a half marathon before I joined him. Yep. Oh this is big news, but I thought producer Frey rolls. Sorry to cut you off, but this is epic from you. Rolls in halfway through, as he's about to explain. Runs. What did you run? Like twenty k? Nineteen. Just. I'll just jump in for a lousy nineteen k. Thanks for coming. Jeez. That's well, a G up. So he <laughs> the first of that. the the half marathon he did beforehand. He did oh. with his mum. That was her ever first ever half marathon. That's Congratulations, lovely. Sonia. Congratulations, um, Sonia. Very and well then, done. He gave me a time to meet him to run a little bit after that. And um, they ended up smashing that first half marathon way quicker. So I was there 15 minutes late. So we ran, he ran out and he did two and a half Ks on his own. And then I met him and I told him I'd do 10 Ks with him. 
did the first ten, <laughs> and he he didn't have anyone else to run with him, and he he was definitely in and out of a couple of dark places throughout the out the run. <laughs> As you would running your couple sixth of breaks, marathon. <laughs> um, as many days. Yeah, so I was like, oh, we've only got nine k's left to go. Let's do it. Oh my god! So join him. We definitely got to about sixteen kilometers in and started singing. It's the climb by Miley Cyrus, very loud, just to try to get us up a hill. Oh, and that's um, an interesting fitting, I guess. But like, <laughs> was that your choice or his choice? His choice. He was delirious, so that's what started coming that's out. Enough, and yeah. he was just spitting David Goggins' facts at himself. That's what happens when you become delirious. You start listening to a bit of Miley and David Goggins. <laughs> you can listen to Miley just for a good time. I used to have the climb in my playlist, so yeah. Yeah. And Hannah Montana. Those were the days. They were the days. Anyway, you congratulations, Ricky Dan. Completely crazy. 300 kilometers, seven marathons, back-to-back in seven days. It's actually one of the craziest You're things I could imagine You're actually a superhero. Doing. It's crazy that I know you. Imagine wake, So imagine running a marathon, right? Spending no. the day... <laughs> first of all, yeah, no. Tapping out. <laughs> no, thank you. Hard um, enough. Running the marathon, recovering for the afternoon, going to bed, waking up at 4 a.m. or whatever you wake up. Three. Three. Run it again. Go again. No. You know what? Day three. Let's do it again. What a spoiler for your endorphins after you've seven days the first of marathon. One. Oh, jeez. Wouldn't you be in the, oh, in the absolute trenches by day seven? I don't even like running 5Ks a day. Five's tough. <laughs> five is I don't tough. even like wanting maybe <laughs> five's, one five's getting to the point where it's like my body doesn't it's that's a proper run yeah that's, a, that's <laughs> don't get me wrong I love, a a, I love a park run, run but <laughs> proper run's like 2k's at the moment oh this um, I run like 2 and I'm gassed park run are you doing park runs producer Frey love park run man I've mm. clocked on 25 I think lovely um, so anyway Ricky Dan Awesome work. We're keen to see what uh, challenges he sets for himself next. Maybe some more ultras around the track. Maybe Hopefully we can get a little bit of protein from his company. Ooh. Surf uh, Science. Could be a new sponsor on the cards. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to Surf Science. Uh, well, he does. He's got a pre-work, a surf-specific. That's a hard one to say. Surf-specific pre-workout, post-workout, and protein powder, I believe. Yeah. As well as... I'd apparel and um, videos about mindset and different uh, training schedules. And I'd actually be very inclined to learning more about that, being surf specific. It's quite interesting. So I have no idea what that entails no. off the top of my head. Well, I think the justification is you go out and you surf for four hours in the morning before brekkie. Fasted. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. It'd be great to get him on and have a chat about it. So, Ricky, if you're listening... Maybe you could teach us to surf. That'd be good, wouldn't it? One might be a hard task. No, I reckon I, we get it. I can surf. Jeez, oh, must be nice. Can you ollie on a surfboard? <laughs> yeah. Oh, our pledges. We'll come back to the pledges at the end of the at end of the episode. But um, shall we bust in some cricket news? How's that time, producer Frey? Forty, thirty-eight minutes going strong. Do you reckon if nine forty p.m. Whilst we're recording a podcast. If we didn't have the time in front of us, would you think, would you trust that you'd be able to accurately guess what minute we'd be up to? Yes. Thereabouts? Yeah. <laughs> I'd back you, but I'd, I couldn't. 
If uh, I was thinking about the length of the segments, then yeah. It's all a blur. I go into flow state. All right, some cricket. <laughs> flow state. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've just pulled up stumps currently. Uh, day one of the second test in Adelaide. The first day-nighter, the pink ball. Minus 95 knot. Whilst you probably did hear in the middle of the podcast, Manus got dropped. On 95 On 95. Well. An absolute sitter. Yeah. By the gloves. So regulation. In the gloves. In the gloves. gloves on the ground. Then it was out of the gloves. Then it was on the ground. Who's yeah. the wiki again? Joss but- Butler. Butler. Oh, he was in tears. Was that, his, was that Butler's second drop? He dropped Manus on 21 as well. From the gloves. Out of the... Oh, jeez. Yeah. But he, the thing the is, devil. he took an absolute screamer to get Marcus Harris early on in the day. Did you have, have you seen that? Full length, I haven't seen that yet. Horizontal no. Superman dive. One hand. Screamer. Yeah. But doesn't like the bread basket. Doesn't like it. No. <laughs> He's more of a ravioli man. <laughs> Packing. That's what Super Saiyan was in. More of like... a surf and turf operator. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> the extras. Oh, he likes the extras? He likes the extras. He likes... Not, a, not a bread basket operator. Bit of truffle? Yeah, probably. That's an extra. Shavings. Um... So yeah, we we are two stumps, for two twenty one. Yeah, stumps at day one, two for two twenty one, which is one off. Two for two twenty two. That'd be nice. One more than another Richie twenty on, on the second test. That would have been very nice. Um, they might get some. Oh my gosh, second test stumps. Surely they're going to say sometime tomorrow. Second test, morning of day two, two for two twenty two. Oh, that'd be maybe they pulled up stumps for day two. <laughs> two two two. Surely for two. <laughs> test two. <laughs> oh, anyway, um, so yeah, Marnus looking very good. Touch wood. What's on number on his back? Couldn't tell you. No, thirty-two or twenty-two? Because if he's twenty-two, that's obnoxious. That'd be unreal if it is. But I don't pay attention to their numbers. That's uh, too new of a thing for me to be super across them. Yeah, I'll tough look one. it up. Look it up. Um, very good partnership with Davey Warner. I think unlucky for Dave. Got I think out he on got ninety-five eight, as well. Yeah, that's. So he's averaging 94 and a half for the series. <laughs> That's pretty good. 94 um, and 95. And yeah. we are now uh, delightfully viewing one of the uh, partnerships, hopefully, Dreamboat partnership in Smith and Labashane. The two freaks. Two freaks. And a lot going on in the middle. <laughs> Lots going on. A lot of leaves. A lot of, no <laughs> a lot of, lot of hand gestures. A lot of bat swingings, swinging around. I love it. I hope to have a big day tomorrow. Oh, he's 33. No, <laughs> 33 is not he actually? Of, not no. one of Jack's top 10 numbers. No. <laughs> That's what... Who are we talking about for 33? Minus. No, no, no. Verstappen also had yeah. 33. Verstappen was 33 as well. Not a good number. You'd have to change that. Not one of Jack's top 10s. No. <laughs> if you had to put a top 10 numbers, not 1 to 10. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Hopefully... a Big day for the boys tomorrow, those two. I'd love to see a huge partnership. I love watching them both bat. They're probably my favourites. And the cum dog. He is <laughs> not playing. He's out. Who? <laughs> Pat Cummins. <laughs> he got hot, cum dog millionaire. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> he got hot well, he was He was a close contact, I believe. Yeah, he was, he, was, he was at a table next to someone who tested positive. So I think he knew at the time because they got a text from South Australia Health being like, you're positive for COVID. And at the time, I guess they told people they were next to in the restaurant. Oh, Patty how do you knew. break that? Don't know. Jeez, is it is it then 
if you get tested positive, you get the notification in the restaurant as this person did. Are you inclined to then let everyone know? Is that a is that I what guess that's everyone would, form? Was that is that what everyone would expect? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Saves getting the like text a day later. And then how what would, what, the what would happen? I guess with everyone seated, there's no point for them just to get up and move around, right? The person yeah. would then just move, and then everything else would carry on. Or would everyone leave? A good few people would leave, I reckon, at least in the surrounding area. I guess it depends how far through your dinner you were. <laughs> yeah. Depends <laughs> if you're in bread basket or surf and turf. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing nobody new can come in, but everyone that's in there can can choose to finish their meal. Or leave. Or go straight home. Your prerogative. <laughs> it's on you. That makes sense. Yeah, I'll back that. But if you want to finish your surf and turf, so good form from the person to let everyone know, especially the test captain of Australia. I guess yeah, they knew. thanks, mate. They would have seen those blue eyes. Ma- oh, what a situation to be in, knowing you're sitting next to the test captain, loving, loving it. it, euphoric, <laughs> and you get the text from the the go- the government saying you have co- you've been you've been tested positive for COVID, and you go, oh, I've done the I've, wrong thing here. I've, That's karma. I've ruined the hopes and dreams <laughs> of the of nation. The nation. <laughs> Oh, oh, give us a look. No. <laughs> this poor person. Oh, that's an ouchie. That is a big ouchie. That's a oh, I haven't thought that one through very well. Now I've well, the thing is, if they tested, usually you're meant to stay home if you've got a test, is the protocol. So, who <laughs> is this person? Should we name and shame them? No, <laughs> how would you say it though? Would you, would you turn to him and go? Can I get a photo? Be one of these ones. I also, I have COVID. It'd be like or, a, an announcement to the t- to the party. It would be knife oh, on glass. Knife on the glass. That'd be a classy way to do it. I reckon. Uh, I reckon it's a it's a subtle turn. Pat, Patrick. And you say, excuse me, Mister Cumdog, millionaire, millionaire, yeah, skipper extraordinaire, handsome man you are, old blue eyes. Unfortunately, oh. I put forth the worst of news. To yourself and the entire nation. And your comrades in the test team. Oh, God. Anyway, Smudge's captain. Smudge's captain, which is O-Captain. O- uh, captain O-Captain. Travis Head is vice-captain. He's been vice-captain before, so I'm sure he's used to it. And the boys are looking good. Boys are looking good. Who filled in? So, Jai Richardson filled in for Hazelwood, but the yep. whole debate was whether it should be Jai or Michael Nisa or Nessa. Right. I've heard people say that both ways. I apologize, Michael. I'm not sure. Haven't heard you say your name yet. Anyway. <laughs> That's true. I've never heard it. He's been he's been 12th man like 10 times. Yes. Always at the Gabba as well. So I'm glad that... So he finally got a shot filling in for Paddy at late notice. Yep. So both of the boys are having a run. And we've got a junior out there. A what? we got a, a first timer on the field. Debutant? Yeah, in Michael. Ed Michael. Debutant. Big Mike. Um, big Mike. Is big that what they call Michael. Him? I don't know what they call him. Big they probably niece, call big him Ness. Big Ness. Nessie. Nessie. Oh, Lock we'll Nessie. Um, so yeah, pretty uh, convincing. I guess a lead from the Aussies at the moment. Looking pretty good. It looks like a good batting pitch, though. Good batting pitch. I don't know. We'd, Not that I, I know much about it. But we just, we just, the team just looks very sound at the moment. They do look confident, but I mean, that could obviously change. We always look much more confident in Australia than elsewhere. How good do we look at the Gabba? Real good. Dom, we haven't talked on wax since we 
enjoyed a dominant win at the Gabatoire. That was a very dominant win. Nine so much so. Win on day four. Well, I went on day four. Yeah. Nine thirty start. First, yep. first, first ball. Nine thirty. First beer. Um, first beer thereabouts too, and went with good mate Rob Dog. We were about half an hour late, which we weren't too stressed about. With um, Root and, and Milan. Milan were in like the eighties, both. Both of them, and looking good to probably both make a century. We got there probably half an hour, 40 minutes late. Missed both of those wickets. And then the subsequent w- wicket after that. Unbelievable. Ouch. Ouch. And then the day ended. And then they just collapsed. And then they collapsed and the day ended um, we chased, what, just 20? after lunch, yeah. So that convincing. Was win. That was very convincing. Yeah, it was. Hugely. Oh, I had a few highlights. Travis Head got 152. That was a great knock. When um, there was a little bit of conjecture over him getting picked selected. over Uzi. So yeah. that was pretty cool. Um, Cam Green got his first test wickets. That was good to see. Did you see afterwards, um, I think he was talking to Starkey or someone and he apologised to a couple yeah. of the boys Sorry, because he I'm thought oh, he over-celebrated. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry, fellas. <laughs> I love that. What a polite young man. Yeah. So Gentle was, giant. And he took a couple more. Um, yeah, he the he nicked off Joe Root. Yes. On the very end of day three, the last ball of the day, he nearly did. And then he ended up getting him day four, which you missed. But that's unlucky. That is unlucky. And heard it radio. <laughs> How good is ABC Grandstand? It's up there. Uh, Gary the Goat got his 400th Test wicket. Yes. After a little bit of so much talk about it and a bit of chatter, and then he ended up getting four because he just loosened up. Loosey goosey. And what else happened? That's pretty, it's, it was a very good um, first test for the Aussies. Paddy Cummins got a fifer in his first innings as captain. Yes, which I don't think. Has that happened? As first test as captain? I think it has happened. Cricket is a very old game. Um, I think I saw someone had done it, but I, uh, I didn't. I wasn't super familiar with their name. Our keeper, Alex Carey. Alex Carey on debut. On debut, took the most amount of wickets on debut. Eight catches. Keep, yeah, pretty good. Very good. So looked pretty sharp with the bat. Didn't go on with it. Had a couple of sort of half starts, but, but pretty much pretty sharp all round. The boys lifted. And he stepped up. He opened when Davey had sore ribs, which he didn't need to do because it's an, essentially a no... It's a tough thing to, tough thing to do. Chasing 20, it's a no-win situation, right? Like Marcus Harris has been struggling for runs. Yeah. And he would have gone out going, best case, I get 10 not out here and people still think I'm struggling. Worst case, I get out for five and I've failed again. That's true. There's no win for a batsman chasing 20. No. So for Carey to put his hand up and say, yeah, I'll open. Yeah, I'll cop, I'll cop that. Debut, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, for sure. That's good form. Um, do you miss Paney or are you okay with it? Look. I or, did. Was it too soon? Too soon, yeah. Sorry. I haven't come to terms with it. Yeah, fair enough. I watched um, an interview with Alex Carey this morning with Howie and he was, he, was, um, he was very calm on the mic. He speaks well, doesn't he? Yes, super well. They could have a show, Howie and Alex. Did you like the chemistry? Yeah, clean. <laughs> and Starkey in the background. No that way. Was pretty good too. Yeah. Um, so the boys are doing well. Um, hopefully we continue on with this partnership tomorrow with Smith and Lubbershane. Loose bus change. Who, Loose na- bus change. who gave him that nickname? The goat? Pretty Not sure, sure. Maybe. I think the goat gave it to him. Sounds like his kind of chat. Um, England and bowling pretty well, to be fair. I think it's just a good batting track. Broad and Anderson kept it very, very tight this morning. Well, the first 10 overs, it was like one for 10. But I'll tell you what, those minus dropped catches, though, that's going to... It hurts. That might cost them. That's 70 runs already. Yeah. 
So, anyway, we'll take that for sure. We'll take him. We'll Minus will take him. Nervy night on 95, but hopefully he sleeps all right. All right, well, that pretty much wraps us up in the sporting realm of which, of which we've missed in the last f- fortnight. Yep. Um, I'm sure there are other big events which we need to catch up on. Um, we'll give you them next week. Some other time. In our Christmas special, if we get there before <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Christmas special. Um, we've got an update in our pledges. So two to three weeks ago, Gus gave us his end-of-year pledge to be able to ollie over a stubby cooler. At pace. At pace. On the move. Of which, that it, when you look at it, it's obviously you're jumping over a stubby cooler, but it's skateboard length, right? Yeah, you've got to move you, fast enough to, to actually get the stay distance of at a, that height the whole time. For a skateboard 28 length. 28 inches? I think it's 32, so, my board. Mm. It's tough. That'll be tough to do. How are you looking for it so far? I'll see if I can... I've, I've, I can get the height stationary, but not every time. All right. Um, so, so we're going to do this, I guess, in between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. I, f- I certainly can't ollie every time at the moment, so... you got time. you got a few weeks left. Two I weeks. Need it. I suffered a bit of a quad strain, which slowed me down. Oh, that's not kicking, good. Kicking the right... Sliding the right foot. Yep. My outer strained a bit. <laughs> Slowed me down. <laughs> Skating things. Yeah. Um, producer phrase pledge to do the splits in a frontways fashion, not. <laughs> I not would like to get my split to a. Are you going to give us a sneak peek, or are we just going to get the surprise? BTF rating. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. For I don't those know not that familiar, that's balls to floor. Balls to floor. How are you going so far? Just a verbal update. Started at about 36, 35 centimeters. BTF. BTF. And now I think I'm I've shaved off about fifteen. Wow, got a bit that's to go, quick progress. That's a quick progress, though. That is quick progress. And just so we're clear, that's pants on. <laughs> yes, I think though. You know how things usually with progress is exponential. No, no, sorry, it's the opposite. To exp- what's the opposite to exponential? Uh, exponential, but flipped upside down. <laughs> so it's fast improvement. Yeah. Usually things like me playing golf, fast improvement, and then diminishing Plateau. returns. With the splits, I feel it's the it's the opposite. It'll be very tough, very tough for that first week of training. And then once you limber up, logarithmic. The last 50% is going to. Logarithmic. Oh, there you go. The last 50%. No, that makes sense. (laughs) Does it? (laughs) Well, it's ringing a bell. Um, (laughs) The last 50% 50 would probably be a lot easier, I would assume. That's because natural log is base exponential. Yes. Because you can have log base 10 and stuff, but natural Stop. log is exponential. Yeah. Sport. <laughs> no, we're a math podcast. <laughs> you brought it up, producer yeah. Frey. We're not a math podcast. Um, my pledge, I had two. <laughs> yeah, you've t- tested some out. Yeah. Flippity floppity. My first one was to play nine holes of golf and uh, be able to par four of them. Which is admirable. Which now, would tough to do. Your ne- pledge, as he said to me yesterday, Gussie, is to jump off the tallest diving board at the local aquatic school. No way. <laughs> There's a tall it. one at Cent- in Spring Hill. That's not happening. Have yeah. you seen that one? Stitch up. That's pretty tall. Um, that might be a 10. No, no. I was going to play 72 holes of golf in a day. That's going to take a lot of hard work. That's a lot of sun. You're going to need some hydrolytes. You'd have to have a golf cart. No. I'm going to have a push cart. I'm going to have a broad brim hat. Smart. You 50 SPF. That. It's also a fundraiser for the council council at the moment. So 
hopefully we'll continue with it that. It took us two hours to do nine holes. So. I know, but there was three of us. We were farting around. We were taking second, third, fourth shots. We were hitting Taylor's balls in the brain. Oh, it was, a, it was the works. But anyway, 72 holes in a day. I think three rounds of 18 would be admirable. Yeah, it's already, that's pretty admirable. It would take a few hours to do 18. Well, it would be two, two rounds of 18 before lunch and two rounds of 18 after lunch. Seven hours. It's actually quite challenging. Yeah, it's an interesting pledge because it's like you're Take just doing something you enjoy doing, but in a marathon. In format. a marathon format, yeah, a bit like Ricky Dan, I guess. Yeah, I assume he likes to run. I'd love if to. He be, doesn't. Yeah. It's just crazy. I'd love to be able to do it, and I will try and do it by the end of the year. Fingers crossed. Stay tuned. I will. I'll get it done. Eighteen holes <laughs> of mini. Eight, four times eighteen of mini golf. <laughs> get that done in an hour, man. Oh, God. So, anyway, if you want to get on board, my 72-hole performance. I'll play a, a single hole with you. I think we'll try and film it. Do you reckon we could do 300 holes of putt-putt? In a day? Yeah. How many is that? Yeah, How many definitely. Is that? 300. You're only, you're only covering <laughs> about 10 metres a hole. You'd need an empty course, though. In you, my experience, yeah, Vicky Park gets jammed up with people. And that's one of my problems, which I with, face with doing real 70, golf. Yeah. Yeah. Real with golf. big big golfers, they call it. Big golfers. Big golf, big boy. That's me, right? Big boy season. Big boy season playing golf. Um, It's going to happen. I'm confident. Tane doesn't reckon it can happen. He's a hater. I think I'm more wanting to do it to prove him wrong. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I got tilted. I got tilted by him saying that it's impossible. He's a hater. He's a hater. Anyway, Show him wrong. Um, that pretty much wraps us up. There are pledges. Um, we're going to film all three of them. Hopefully, mine's going to be a bit tougher to film, being a seventy-two full day. It'll have to be a supercut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Producer we'll Frey will get is real. A bloop is real. Yeah. Won't won't be any. Of I all. imagine. So we'll film the whole thing, but we'll only just, share all the shots that you stuff up. Oh, just catch me before and after each first first hole and eighteenth hole for each of the four rounds. Update updates, <laughs> quarterly updates. That would mean that between each one we'd do two. Lovely, perfect, perfect. All right, wrap it up. Okay, well, um, once again, thanks for joining us for another chat of sport. There are highlights. Unfortunately, no chew today. We'll be giving you a new chew topic <laughs> in our next podcast. Who knows when our next podcast will be? No can, guarantees. No guarantees for next week coming into Christmas the silly season. Christmas Day, you heard it here first. Um, Christmas season, Chrissy Pud. What else we got? Bonbons. Eggnog. Eggnog. Some spices, maybe some fireworks in your areas. Um, is that a thing? Fireworks for Christmas? Yeah, sometimes, I think. Anyway, yeah. it's the silly season. Just Have fun with ones. it. I enjoy. hope you enjoyed our Stay safe. chat of sport. And we'll, yeah, boys, we'll see enjoy you soon. Enjoy cricket. Enjoy. Yeah, and definitely. thanks to our sponsor. And Always thanks to our sponsor. Summer of Tennis coming up too. How good is that? All right. Good. See ya. Bye. Bye.